Welcome to Stand Up, the podcast with the abilities of JoJo's bizarre adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what stand is objectively the best. My name is Kingdom and I use he, him pronouns. My name is Cat Bangs and I use she, her pronouns. I keep going in, like, before we start recording, being like, I gotta make an intro joke, a joke during the intro. But then okay. when I do the intro, I'm like, uh. <laughs> so this is the intro joke, right? It's yeah, you. That, that, yeah, this is my <laughs> this is my joke. Laugh. It's you anyway, pointing out the fact that you don't have a real joke. I understand. That's no, that's good humor. I'm a fan. Okay, good. That's basically the humor that we have in this fucking show. Um, yeah, the uh, randomized bracket uh, with the criteria. Uh, first one's reflection. A deeper dive into the symbolism of the stand and how it relates to the user. Uh, the second one is arc. We look at the story arcs which a stand and its user are present, and we talk about how impactful they are in their specific arc and their part as a whole. And lastly, we'll talk about the vibes and the specific vibes that the stand puts off. If we like it, if we don't. Are they rancid or are they golden? And we're going to spoil all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in this podcast. Did you know that we only have like 25 episodes left? I'm sorry? I counted today. There are nine episodes left in this round. Then there are eight in round four. <laughs> then it just keeps shrinking from there. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Wait, we're two thirds done. Just about. Almost. Fuck. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> Why? I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> We're almost free from this horrific contract we signed with ourselves. Yeah, but I feel like I might have, like, fucking Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> Is that a bad joke? I'm going to say it anyway. Directed at Standoff or directed at me? Standoff. Okay. Standoff hold- holds me hostage. The same. All right, what are the stands we're going to talk about first? Oh, okay. Let's jump right in then. We're going to be talking about White Album versus Chariot Requiem and Sticky Fingers versus Hey Ya. So gonna, some, hmm? some, some fan favorites are going to die this episode. At least one fan favorite has to die this episode. I'd but say two because the first two are pretty good too. But I wouldn't call either of them a fan favorite though. Like they're good stand. Well, jojo's fan favorites not standoff fan favorites i mean it might be someone's fan favorite it might be a favorite of a fan true which you can't say about every matchup because justice (laughs) fuck you never know i think isn't hey i your pick to win i don't know who my pick to win is right now i'm kind of still falling through limbo you're still reeling from the deaths of the world in D4C. Yeah, all my friends. Mandom's still in it. Mandom is still in it. Mandom is just the universal fave, though. True. All right, let's get into it, though. Let's talk about White Album. All right. White Album um, is a reflection on its user, Gyako, because it has cat ears and he's a little twink. End of podcast. It would have cost you zero dollars to not say that. It would have cost me more personally if I didn't say it, though. <laughs> like, I would have been indebted to myself forever if I kept that one inside. Um, every time I think of Gyaku, is it Gyaku or Gyachu? It's one Gyacho. of the two. I think it's Gyachu. I'm gonna say Gyachu. 
Um, every time I think about Ice Boy, <laughs> mm-hmm. I just think of Bakugo because voice actor, and I also experienced Part Five the first time with the anime, not the manga. So I have the voice in my brain, and he's Bakugo. Yeah, he sure is. But Gyachio is also very mean and angry, just like Bakugo, and he screams a lot, which you could, you could. You could compare that to being cold-hearted and cutting himself off from people around him with a suit. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about My Hero Academia. It's the current Stop. arc's re- No, the current arc's really good. I haven't caught up. I know. There's I need to. So, you know, do you know how last week, last week being the end of September, yeah. um, I told you there was the new Best Deku panel? Yeah, no, I've seen it. There's another new Best Deku panel from yesterday. <laughs> I've seen that one, I believe. The one where he kind of looks like a raccoon? No, I haven't seen that. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna send it. Hey. Alright. The current arc of my hero is really good. Um, yeah, no, I think that's a stretch, but I'll ride with it. He it's do... something. It's more than I would have had to give. I don't think there's anything relating to the album itself that is white. Oh, certainly not. I mean, one of his abilities is called While My Guitar Gently Weeps. No, it's just called Gently Weeps. It's a reference to the song While My Guitar Gently Weeps by the Beatles from the album, the White Album by the Beatles. It would have been cooler if he had a guitar. (laughs) What if? What if he had a guitar made of ice? Exactly. You know, here's, here's the thing. Not to not to play all of our usual hands early, but believe it or not, I've been thinking about One Piece recently. Wow, okay, so My Hero, that's a new thing mm-hmm. that we're doing lately. One Piece, mm-hmm. now I throw in Kingdom Hearts, well, but we'll see, do that after. We are watching One Piece just got to the one part in Marineford. Yes, I know that, that we had to censor last episode. I'm just thinking about Aokiji, and Aokiji's just cooler than White Album. He is! He saved Robin. He did that once. And then... What's his real name? I don't remember his real name. I don't know. I'm gonna look it up while you keep talking. I was gonna look it up. Yeah, he's just cooler than... Just cooler than White Album. That's all I gotta say. Kuzan. Kuzan. He gets points taken away because... (laughs) White Album gets points taken away. And Okiji has a cool afro hair. It's not really an afro, it's just fluffy, but it's like kind of afro-y. He does, and style. he's really cool post-time skip. Yeah! Ice powers are badass. I'll see. Mm-hmm. It. It's true. It's, they can both... Okay, they can both freeze the ocean. They can both, like, move on top of their frozen ocean, but... Gakio doesn't have a bicycle, so that's points off. It's funnier... It's funnier to ride a bicycle across your frozen oh, yeah, ocean right. than it is to ice skate. You're right. I was I was thinking for a second, like, ice powers are really cool, but... It's a good pun. My, yeah, haha. And I was thinking, well, the coolest powers are obviously in Hunter x Hunter, so, and we have to knock out all these, these bullet points. <laughs> but, fun fact, unless I'm forgetting someone, no one in Hunter x Hunter has ice powers. <laughs> that's fucked up, I'm sorry. Uh, that's fucked up. So... I'm not counting movies. If there's one in the movie I don't know about, then <laughs> fuck the movies. Movies are bad. 
somebody needs to go back and add ice add ice powers. You know who does have ice powers though? Who? Vexen. And now we can just yes. talk about JoJo's for the rest of the podcast. We've hit every single one and it hasn't even been ten minutes. We've done it. We're speedrunning this one. <laughs> Speaking of speedrunning, White Album go fast. White Album go really fast, and I don't really see how that's like related to like, okay, he has ice skates. But he goes faster than car. How fast does he go? There's a number. It was like 70 kilometers per hour. Maybe a little faster. 80 kilometers per hour. That's fast. It's too, it's obscenely fast. But here, I want to loop back on reflection because all that vamping gave me time to actually think and use my brain. And I get what you're saying about being cold hearted, but I think it's more interesting to view White Album as a foil to like Yakio's fiery temper. Like he's a really hot, like mood hot. Yeah. angry dude but his stand like it's cool let's chill so he's Todoroki <laughs> <laughs> if I can hate you dude <laughs> I'm not gonna stop okay yeah exactly he's Todoroki one piece I think we've gotten as much as we can out of reflection no we haven't because oh. um, he put he freezes the air and it reflects bullets Arc. Okay, so <laughs> arc. <laughs> Part five, I feel like, has a lot of similar arcs where it's kind of like part three. Now that I think about it, where they're trying to do something and the mysterious thing happens and it becomes stand attack, and it becomes it's like in the beginning, it's like mystery horror kind of thing. You know what I mean? I suppose. I mean, they pretty much instantly see White Album once the road starts freezing, though. So basically, uh, Giorno and Mista are driving to Venice. Sorry, to Venitsa. To get a floppy disk hidden inside of a statue. Yep. And Gyakio is like the only member of Passione's assassination squad left besides their boss. Like, their boss being... Risotto, not Diavolo. Risotto Nero, the funny jester hat man. Um, and yeah, Gakio's pissed because they, like, killed all of his fucked up evil friends. Yeah. And he's looking for revenge. And so, yeah, he f- makes their car go into the sea near Venice, and he freezes the ocean, and he tries to kill Giorno and Mista. And then they use the power of plants and being a dumbass who likes getting shot a lot to beat him. <laughs> the power of spin. No, imagine. <laughs> imagine. Um, gold experiences just spin. Anyway. Maybe all stands are spin. Maybe I was maybe right. All, maybe all main JoJo stands are spin. True. You ever think about that? Anyway. No. Uh, the the main thing I was thinking of when I was saying that was um, comparing the be- very beginning of White Album's fight with the very beginning of... Um, Notorious B.I.G.'s fight. Where, mm-hmm. like, mysteri- they're, in, they're in a vehicle, mysterious things starts happening, and it's horror-esque, with, like, fingers being in, a, in the freezer for Notorious B.I.G. And in the beginning of uh, White Album, before they know they're being followed, Mista has... Mista's, like, falling asleep, has his hand on his face, and the other side of his hand on the window, and then he pulls it off, and his skin falls off. 
There's a lot of finger horror in part five. There's huh? a lot of body horror in part five. Why? Who chose remember, to do that? Remember when the man became a bed? I would rather not think about him. People forget about that. That one to stand. That's did, just the dude. Did is Black Sabbath still in it? In the running? I don't know. Oh Where yeah, it? it sure is. He's way down there, right? Where? I don't, I don't know. Uh. Who cares? Send us an email to tell us if we deleted Black Sabbath or not. No, it's still in there. I just don't care enough to look for it. Yeah, I think White Album's arc is good. I think it's like the last fight before the basically thematic center point of part five. Yeah. Because this is like the lead up to acquiring, not to acquiring Trish into the party, but to getting beat up by the boss. Yeah. And being like, now we're going to actually kill him. And I think he's a good, like, mid-boss, you know? It's a good... If I don't think we count uh, Risotto in with that group when it comes to fights, because he's very disconnected from the rest. Right. And it's a good way to cap that off, because he's very scary. Also, update, Black Sabbath lost a kiss. Okay, that makes sense. Um, And we get... We get Mista's backstory during this part, right? I think we do. Is that right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Damn. At least good. in the anime we do. Alright, then it's a good arc, because Mista is the best. Mista's backstory is that he used up all of his luck once at not getting shot, and now he gets shot by every bullet he fucking fires out of his gun. It, it, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You have a set amount of luck in your life, and he burned it all in one time. True, it's just like... Real life. Those tabletop RPG systems that use luck. I guess that's... I think they use it in GURPS. I think it's a thing in that. Like, if you have it. I don't know. It's like Fate, the tabletop system Fate. He spent all his Fate points early on, Mm -hmm. and he never got more refresh, and he won't be compelled on anything, so he doesn't get any more Fate points. Yeah, he used all of his command seals, um, and now he can't. What was? Hmm. What was? How did? In George Joe Star, we just got to a part where Mister showed up. What was the way that Mister was described? <laughs> As wearing a hat and being smelly. <laughs> and that's just what we all strive for. Yeah, those were his defining characteristics. It certainly isn't. It is. It was Mister. War is a man who wears a hat and smells bad, and Narancha is scary and ha- and threaten immediately threatens the main character with a knife. Yeah, I and then gets teleported to space. Don't worry about it. Don't worry um, about it. Yeah, to get back on track, it's Sorry. a very good arc. No, I'm also incredibly off track. It's a very good arc. It's a very fun fight. It's a good Mista arc. We get to see him like cement his resolve, and there's a funny dick suck joke at the end yeah, of it. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's where the funny happens. <laughs> yeah, Narancha does a homophobia. <laughs> I mean, they're his friends. He's a little surprised, is all. It's also not funny, because um, Mista's, like, 19 and Giorno's 15. <laughs> given the situation, and given that the audience knows what's happening... It's kind of funny. Right. Given given the goop them up 
Narancha thinks it's something sexual, but Giorno is just healing Mista. And the way Narancha reacts, it's kind of funny. True. Narancha, part five, Narancha would never say fuck. George Joestar Narancha immediately says fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's his first line. Oh, certainly. Um, What about vibes? What vibes do you get from White Album? Angry vibes. Um, Icy hot vibes. (laughs) Icy hot. Shoto Todoroki vibes. Mm Mm-hmm. Shoto, thank you. That's the last name. I think that's his first name. Is oh, you're right. Yeah, because Endeavor is also Todoroki. Right, Todoroki Endeavor. Yeah. Damn, I can't believe that every single character <laughs> with either an ice power or a fire character will now forever be compared to Shoto Todoroki. Zuko, that's half a Todoroki. <laughs> He's got the scar and everything. Ace One Piece, probably. Mm-hmm. Kind of just a ripoff of Todoroki. He doesn't like his dad. He doesn't like his dad. Um, he has fire powers, and he dies. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not censoring that one. <laughs> yeah, because Todoroki doesn't die. I don't think. I have not caught up. <laughs> it's not even a spoiler. It's just a funny. But but God, I, I, I censored I that for the One Piece bit we did last week. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't censor anything. I didn't say anything. Spo- that <laughs> happened 15 years ago. <laughs> I know. Let's talk about Chariot Requiem. <laughs> I didn't get to see my vibes for... Oh, what are your vibes? I thought you were agreeing with me. Um... I've never seen Yuri on Ice, but I'm going to assume every character in Yuri on Ice just has White Album. True. That's anyway, true. That's it's, my vibes. It's, yeah, that's that's true. Um, I'm trying to think of a joke to make based off the hit anime Free Iwatobi Swim Club in a stand, but I can't. Oh, that's Oasis. <laughs> Except for water. <laughs> Can Oasis swim in water? <laughs> I'm gonna we say never no. talked about that. I'm gonna say no. He just sinks like a rock. Yeah, devil fruit mode. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Chariot Requiem. It's got a lot of reflection because it's got a weird shiny body. I don't know how to talk about this in this part. Chariot Requiem has reflection because it makes a sun behind you that casts the shadow of the reflection of your soul. And that's what Chariot Requiem is. I don't think ref- I, I, I get the joke and I appreciate it because I also make those jokes, but I don't think reflection actually works for this because Chariot Requiem kind of doesn't have a user. Right. So Chariot Requiem is fully separated from its user, Paul Naraf, because he dies and it is able to stay alive because it has gone berserk as a Requiem stand. I think it is reflective of the onus of stance as a whole, yeah. which is furthering human evolution that's because that's cool it. all it does. Like it is the will of the stand arrow of the stand virus as revealed in part five um, of the rock humans, if you will. <laughs> now I'm thinking about if a stand virus because viruses, I don't know if this is still science, but this was science when I was growing up, <laughs> or at least I was told so, that viruses are technically not living and kind of not non-living. They're kind of both. Correct. I At least that's my understanding of it as well. Um, could viruses be rock humans? <laughs> yes, probably. Or like, is there some kind of connection there? But probably, because like... <clears throat> 
rock humans are a different strain of evolution from humanity. So if our theories are correct and stands are just like rock human shit, then it would make sense for the endpoint of stand would be to evolve humans either out so that rock humans could be just the human species or evolve humans to be more like or more useful to rock humans. But we understand. Sorry. Sorry, everyone who has no party. Uh, ever since chapters 99 and 100 happened, we've been gone. Full theory crafting. We're, we're, we've, there's no coming back. I- um, no, but we, I think we understand what happens if it's just rock humans, and that's what happened with cars where he genocided. Mm-hmm. But does that mean the rock humans are bad? I don't get it. I don't either. Well, we'll I'm sure Rocky will explain everything by the time part eight's over. Sure. Um, but as described in part five, the stands come from a virus that comes from space, and that virus is designed to further human evolution. So Chariot Requiem basically supercharging that as Requiem stands are supercharged versions of abilities and forcing evolution onto living beings around it is actually a pretty good reflection on what stands are supposed to be as described by part five, now that I actually think about it. Yeah, I didn't think about that either, but yeah, as we understand it then, it's good. Understandability is an A. Let's get <laughs> I guess, if you want to put it like that, Chariot Requiem's kind of the stand of the arrow. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it protects the arrow at all costs. You do be carrying it around. God, look at the poses. If you're on the wiki page, click between manga and anime and just look at the... I adore how they made it look in the anime. Oh, same. It It looks looks wrong. Like, Cherry Requiem is supposed to look wrong. It's just a weird, shadowy figure, which in the manga, it's a weird, shadowy figure. In the anime, every, like, cell of animation it's in, it looks like it was just, like, dropped on top of. Looks really good. Um, but we'll get that into that in vibes. Let's talk about the arc. It's okay. You don't like it? Cherry Requiem is cool. Um... I don't like it because Narancha dies. Sure. I'm on the fence about it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that joke was for me. Oh, that was really good. Um, It's an interesting arc. I don't understand why it swaps souls. Like, it has mastery yeah, over souls. Fridays, everyone. I don't get why Freaky Fridays, everyone. I don't get why Freaky Fridays, man and turtle, or man and dog, or woman and fly, or whatever. But it is cool. It's a really interesting arc, actually, because it's one where the protagonist and antagonist all have the same goal and are all actively working towards that same goal. And at the same time, the um, Giorno crew is playing a game of Among Us. (laughs) True, true. That needs to be photoshopped, but I'm not good enough at that. I am sure it is. Um, I really like the part of the arc that whenever, like, whenever they try to go for the arrow for a while, their stands attack them 
their own stands attack back at the user. And that's really cool. Yeah, like, it, exactly. It's like manipulating what, like you said earlier, it manipulates like the evolution and shit, but it also manipulates what stands are. Right, well, it affects, like I said, as mastery over the soul on what are stands, yeah. but the soul. I don't know. Me neither. I don't know. Are stands the soul? I don't know anymore. <laughs> but beings, yeah, beings that don't have stands that touch the arrow, like Paul and the ref as a turtle, they're fine. Yeah. I guess he doesn't have a soul. <laughs> Fuck it. It's a cool arc. The fight's weird, though, because like I said, it is shadowy because it is the shadow of your soul as cast by a globe of light that appears behind your head when it spawns into existence. And if anybody figures that out and destroys their own globe of light, the stand stops existing. Does, so is that, do we ever get an explanation what the fuck that globe of light is? Is that your soul? No. The light cast, the light is part of Chariot Requiem. It casts light onto your soul and the shadow that is cast by your soul becomes Chariot Requiem. Or the Chariot Requiem you perceive? So, the Chariot Requiem that you perceive is a shadow of yourself. Just like oh. stands are a shadow of your soul. Yeah. Because, it- oh! <laughs> that's, that's the best poll for that. Stands are the shadow of your soul. Shadow the Hedgehog. Mephistopheles, whatever that guy's name is. I just recently... I just recently binge-watched all of the... Or not all of them, but a lot of the uh, Sonic fan dub stuff. Nice. Now, I'm sorry, I just want to ask. There's no other poll you want to make. We were talking about something before we started recording. That I feel it's the more obvious poll, or is that the joke? Cat. Cat. <laughs> I sent you a tweet. And then two minutes later, forgot what I sent you. Do you think you remember what we were talking about before we fucking recorded? So, when I hear Shadow of Your Soul, my gut reaction is Persona. Oh. I mean, I guess. What kind of vibes does Chariot Requiem have? (laughs) No, but Persona's just like... It's literally your fucking shadow. Are they? Yes! How? You. Who's your shadow? At least in Persona 4. I've I never think. played Persona 4. I've only ever played 5. You have? Yeah. I. I, I know in like 3 they. <laughs> fucking shoot themselves in the head. Yeah, it's because you need to feel. Feel strong emotion like fear to summon your Persona, and the easiest way to feel fear is to shoot yourself <laughs> in the head, I Christ. guess. They're fake guns. Aren't they all? What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in Persona 5, they are model guns, yes. Do you think... This is is a tangent on a tangent. Which, what else does this show? Do you think that um, Joker got his grappling hook from Smash Brothers and brought it to Persona 5 Royal? He has a grappling hook in P5R? (laughs) Yeah, and he didn't have it in the first game. But then he got put in Smash, and now he has it in, in Royal. I think so, yeah. Do you think Kirby gave it to him? <laughs> Who else would have been, right? I think one of the Belmonts gave it to him. <gasps> I like that. Mine was a joke, but I like that one. <laughs> Did 
Shout out to Minecraft Steve. What kind of vibes does Chariot Requiem have? Fucking cool. Like, eldritch horror vibes. Nightmare. True nightmare. Yeah. I I don't have anything to add to that. It's weird. It's scary. It feels like a force of nature. It's a being from outside of space and time. Kind of. It's really fucking cool. Okay, so. So. Here's the question. Yeah. Who wins? (sighs) Alright, let's go through the criteria. Okay. Who do you you think has a better reflection? Given how we framed it, Chariot Requiem. Yeah, I think we described Chariot Requiem as the better one. While Giaccio does have something, I think Chariot Requiem is more interesting. Yes. Who is the cooler story arc? I think Chariot Requiem. I think Chariot Requiem, too. I mean, it's not really fair because it's like the end of the part. Right. But even just, in context, I think it's cooler. And who has cooler vibes? It's Chariot Requiem. It's Chariot Requiem. Yeah, Chariot Requiem wins. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Todoroki. <laughs> <laughs> Only half of him. The other half is fine. The other half. Is Magician's Red still in the game? No, certainly not. I gotta look it up now. I have not updated the bracket in forever. Magician's Red recently beat Manhattan Transfer and um, will be going against Stone Free (laughs) soon. Rip. Yeah, I think it's somewhat close, but if you break it down piece by piece, Chariot Requiem just edges it out in every, every spot. For sure. And that brings us to our second matchup, which is Sticky Fingers versus Seiya. Oh, I just looked at the time. I've been vamping a lot. We've been going for a bit. I think that makes it a good episode, but also, you know. If I gotta edit it. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. I, I like ones that make me laugh while I'm editing them. I'm sure the viewers like episodes that make them laugh as well. <laughs> I hope they laugh. I hope they- <laughs> I don't think what's funny to us is universally funny. But if we laugh, then episode has good vibes, so it wins this this round. Also, right, I have to do my dailies in PSO2, and we have to do another episode after this. That's a you problem. Is it? Anyway, let's talk about Sticky Fingers, a.k.a. AKA Stepmom. I don't want to think about Stepmom. <laughs> we haven't gotten to it yet, so we can't really talk about it that much, but... God. So what's Sticky Fingers? Sticky Fingers is Bruno's stand, and mm-hmm. he's got zippies, and he kind of looks like Pepsi Man. I'd say he looks more like Pepsi Man than the hand, even though everybody jokes about the hand being Pepsi Man. It's because uh, Sticky Fingers is has the same body shape as Pepsi Man. Yeah, and color scheme, sort of. They don't cut the red, though. True, true. Everybody I miss the knows. Pepsi Arg. It hasn't... Nothing's happened in it in a while. It's probably over. It's not. It isn't? No. I know you like got a shirt or something. The shirt was... The shirt was forever ago. The arg was still going after the shirt. Damn. I thought it was over when you got... I thought there was, like, the prize. No, we got the shirt in commemoration of an NPC dying. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I want Sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers Reflection. Outfit. Uh, that's a good Br- question. Bruno wears an outfit with a lot of zippers on it. 
Sticky okay. Fingers is zipper stand that makes zippers. Do you think he wore that outfit before he got the stand? Or do you think he adapted? I think he adapted because he dressed like a loser when he was a kid. <laughs> he did! Uh, poor Bruno. Yeah. Yeah, I think he got a zipper stand and he was like, gotta wear a bunch of zippers now. Yeah, he, he just wanted to match. He's like a superhero. Yeah, and I don't think there's any real... Like, that is some reflection, but it's not, like, thematic reflection. Yeah, I think the Stan's abilities are useful for the kind of person he is, which fits with being a stand in, like, a reflection of your soul, that kind of thing, a shadow of your soul, haha. But I don't think they're very significant. I think the name Stepmom is more reflective of what... And that's, a, that's a different stand. It's not really though. It <laughs> is. It is. It doesn't do the same things. Yeah, it ha- what does it have into the zippers? I don't stitching. remember. Stitching. <laughs> and that's sewing needles and stitching. Oh, I love Machi Hunter X Hunter. See, I got it! I got it eventually. <laughs> it's not the same stand though. Like that's like saying that U-boat is the same stand as Aerosmith. I don't know what U-boat is. Oh, Ron tries a submarine. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for letting me know. You're welcome. Ron has a submarine. I mean, it fits with his radar eye, but okay. Whatever. Whatever. But there's Uh, no water on Mars. What do you think of... (laughs) Oh my god. There's no air on Mars either, to be fair. True. Um, What do you think about Bruno's character arc? Did you stop and say corpse? <laughs> no, I was, I was mixed between story arc and character arc, so I said Cory arc, but I stopped myself. Okay, Bruno, I like his character arc a lot. I I mean, he's the main character of part five, right? Yeah. Him and Mista. No. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? We'll talk about this later. We don't have... No, no, how is Mista the second main, the secondary main character of part five over Giorno? Uh, if we're ignoring Giorno for obvious reasons, Mister lives the longest. No, that doesn't count. Thematically, it counts part, to me. Thematically, part five is about Bruno raising up a new generation within Passione to enact his ideals, and then dying, and then defying fate to see Giorno's will through to the finish. It's a really because it's all about fate in the first place. Right. Part five is about understanding one's fate and then denying it and overcoming it which yeah, just like how giorno's fate was to be an evil person because he inherited this little dio but he didn't he did good things but in a kind of shitty way seven page well to people who deserve it seven page right. mood is good 27 page video essay about part five <laughs> god i wrote a 27 page essay once nice was it good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got an A. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, that was the paper I turned in the day before Standoff launched. Nice. <laughs> and you forever bless Standoff. True. Standoff, always worthy of an A. Yeah, I, I think it's a good arc. Like, Bruno is the first enemy stand user yep. that you want to encounters. And then he's like, oh no, you're you're cool. We have the same ideals. I'm also going to be a gang star. 
He's like, damn, someone's actually willing to break the mold. Exactly. And that's the thing. Bruno wants to. Like, he doesn't agree with Passione, but it takes somebody new to move Bruno's ideals forward. He has to see that passion, and he has to realize that it's possible. He has to see that Passione. Or even if it's not possible, it's worth fighting for. We haven't gotten to vibes yet. Are we going straight to vibes now? Yeah, we've done arc. Sticky fingers. Sticky fingers, yeah. Yeah, I think... It's good. I I like I like Bruno. I like Bruno's arc. I like Sticky Fingers, but doesn't really have much to do with that arc except to facilitate Bruno, which stands that's how stands be. That's not anything. Pepsi Man vibes. That's what I gotta Pepsi say. Stepmom vibes is what I'm saying. Shut up. <laughs> it's stepmom vibes. Alright. Alright, let's talk about Heya. Heya. Hey, yeah. Uh, okay. Hey, yeah. Uh, oh. Reflection on its user. Wow. <laughs> little frog boy, little frog demon, gremlin boy, ghoul. I mean, here's the thing, right? Hey, yeah, is a stand that exists oh. solely to cheer its user on. No, I know the reflection. Mm-hmm. I know the reflection. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, yeah, is the same name. As Pocoloco's horse. But Pocoloco's horse's name, Hey Ya, has an exclamation point after the Hey and the Ya. Consider this. Okay. <laughs> what if Hey Ya is the stand of Pocoloco's horse? <laughs> then how would Pocoloco see it? That's the ability. Pocoloco's horse's ability is to cheer on its jockey. So that, that he does better in the steel ball run race. That fits better than <laughs> I think you intended it to. <laughs> I, <laughs> I intended for it to fit pretty well. I'm. <sighs> Why is it considered a close range stand? I mean, I guess because they be hugging. He's be taking back in. They're not. It's not a close range stand. He just wants to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> I I like how in the panel form on the wiki he's saying yo. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's real good. Um He's the same color as Funny Valentine's suit. Does that mean anything? <laughs> what do you mean oh you mean his body? Mm-hmm. Um He looks kinda like Funny Valentine after Funny Valentine gets fucked up and old. <laughs> Um, Pocoloco's Heya's arc is... Oh my god, it does. Wait, it's got the half head of hair. Is Heya foreshadowing? Is Heya all that's left of Funny Valentine? A Funny Valentine's like, I gotta go back. I gotta enjoy the steel ball run race since I was too busy being a dickhead the whole time. It's so good. It's so good. I love the statement, is Heya all that's left? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, <sighs> hey, that's good. Are we on arc still? Yeah, Heya's arc is that Pocoloco's going downhill. It's a scary downhill on his horse during the steel ball run race. And everyone's going around a mud patch. And Heya's like, nah, bro, go through it. And then right. the horse does six snowboarding tricks on the mud. And Pocoloco <laughs> wins that stretch of the steel ball run race. And that's Wait, it. Pocoloco wins the steel ball run race. 
because like four people in front of him are disqualified. Yeah, I mean technically Diego wins, but that's, that don't count because he died. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he got um, blown up by his own head. Congratulations to Poco Loco, he earned it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, no, he got second technically. Not for he was right after Diego. Okay. I, I the, apparently the wiki has the placement of each person or at least each important person uh, in every in each of the nine stages of the race. It's really nice. That's Cause, neat because part seven is about the horse race, and that's yes! it. I really like how the wiki article for Heya under the section for personality has a link to the rock paper scissors kids wiki page. Is Heya rock paper scissors kid? Wait, what the fuck? What? I don't like that. Me neither. It's jokes. But his eye is hole it? is similar to cheek hole. No. Understandable. Um, vibes. The best? Great vibes. Lovely little funky boy vibes. I think... Every, all, all things, all things aside, I think Heya is entirely vibes. Heya is entirely vibes. Heya doesn't do anything except for exude good vibes. Like reflection, not really. Arc, I mean, I guess he's in the story, but Heya is entirely vibes. S plus, <laughs> triple S, smoking six vibes. You know, like the, like the funny, like the wacky woohoo pizza man. I don't know what the fuck you're oh, talking. Dante, <laughs> D- Dante, the, Devil May Cry, the Inferno. Oh, yes, yes, actually, <laughs> the pizza in Dante's Inferno. Dante, <laughs> that's in, why it was so hot down there. But so but da- pizza. But Dante and Virgil are both in Devil May Cry. No. Yeah, Virgil's cool. He's like, I don't know what Virgil says. Maybe, it, wait, is that guy Virgil? Is he supposed to be Virgil? Which guy? V? Is his name V? <sighs> well, there's a character named Virgil. Is there? Virgil's Dante's brother. He's the blue one with the samurai sword. And I Nero- don't know. I and, know so little. And Nero is Virgil's son. Virgil fucked once. And then Nero happened. That? Is V Virgil is a loaded question. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I didn't know. That game, Devil May Cry 1 came out when I was four years old. You're half correct. Devil May Cry 5 came out in 2018. Yeah, and I own it, but I never beat it. It's good. I know, but I I like got into, it's like one of those things where like, I'm having a good time. All right, I'll stop for tonight and pick up later. And I never picked it up. Yo, Virgil's going to be playable in Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. He's going to be playable in Smash Brothers for, for Nintendo Switch? Maybe. I want Dante. I want... Dante's final Smash would be so cool! I'm mad that Herobrine isn't a spirit. Herobrine's not real. That's false. <laughs> Who wins? Ah. I think... Sticky Fingers versus Heya. Sticky Fingers is like no reflection. Neither does Heya. <laughs> You got something out of the horse thing, though. And they have the same name. That was a joke. Hey, Yaz Pocoloco stand. 
But even that is more than Sticky Fingers has. True. I think that Sticky Fingers arc is better than <laughs> Heya's arc, but Heya does have S plus rank vibes. Yeah. I think Heya I, wins. I'd be satisfied either way. Uh, if you'll be satisfied either way, then I want to give it to Sticky Fingers, because Sticky Fingers is the better, more realized stand. Heya's funny, and uh, I like okay. him. If we're going to bring ourselves above the joke, <laughs> are we willing to stomp this joke into the ground? Heya wins. Heya uh, and Chariot Requiem both move forward in the bracket, and that was episode something of Standoff. Okay. <laughs> the joke lives on. All right, that was, that was your choice. I gave you the option, and you decided. I, you were not giving me an option. You were saying, I don't want to be the one to call it, but I'm going to be upset with you if you make Heya lose. No, 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 no. I was saying, here, I was saying, if we want to rise above the joke, then we can make Sticky Fingers win. But Heya kind of deserves to win at the same time. We aren't better than the joke. Heya wins. You're right. Okay, yeah, we're not better than anything. A chariot Requiem and fucking Sticky Fingers. No, not Sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers lost. Chariot Requiem and Hey Ya Go Forward. Next episode of Standoff. It's an, it's an interesting one. Uh, have the thing open. Uh, um, Do you want to read it? Uh, the first two are Superfly. Remember, remember, remember the tower in part four? Mm-hmm. That that's versus Ashtong Baby. She's a Kajostar stand that she's invisible. And a child, but that's not part of the stand. And then it's Golden Experience Requiem versus Weird Invisible Zombies. <laughs> the Grateful Dead. Oh, Lip Biscuit. I read too far down forward. Yeah. Um More Limp Biscuit stand? They're jokes? Incoming. Oh god. I forgot that that was a part of it. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. That's it. That's standoff. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Twitter at alias Sparia. That's like alias P A R I A. Kingdom. Kingdom Hearts. You can find Kingdom four. at Kingdom Hearts 4 on Twitter. No. In the game, I'll be there. Are you Yazora? This is the announcement. <laughs> Standoff at Standoff Pod Cat Standoff Pod at Standoff Pod. On Twitter, we're at Standoff Podcast. Fuck! <laughs> I don't think I've ever gotten any of them right. You really I always do the wrong one for either of them. You really do. It's really I'm funny. I'm so mad. It's uh, not intentional. I'm just dumb. I know. I know this about you, and I cherish you as a friend. <laughs> you just call me dumb. You admitted it. Um. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Standoff Podcast. You can find a link to our Discord there. It's a good Discord. Yeah. Um, You can find a link to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash... Don't do this to me. Standoff Pod, where for $1 a month, you can get episodes a couple of days early and also get monthly bonus episodes. Last month, we talked about WoW. It was good. Weird. And then they de- we were talking about the expansion that was coming up soon, and then they delayed it again after we made that. So Which that's cool. is for the best. Conduits were fucked. That means something to somebody. 
And for $5 a month, you can get monthly recap episodes of George Joestar. If you want to understand what we're talking about when we say that Narancha got teleported to space, give us $5 and listen to our September episode of George Joestar about the chapter Nero Nero Island. It was a doozy. It was the chapter that broke my true, genuine enjoyment of George Joestar. <laughs> wow! I think the best description is what, I, is what I said about it, that it genuinely feels like a description of a nightmare. <laughs> you ever have somebody shoot a rocket launcher at you from the top of a giant beetle? That is an island... <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. You can email us if you want at standoffpod at gmail.com. And our music is Mad Rock is Strange City by Nice Wizard Music. I think that's it. That's it. Great. Well, then, thank you all so very much for listening. And until next time, stand proud. proud.